When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This episode of the Fighting Got Podcast, we uh, we get through all of the misery uh, by laughing. Oh fuck! Put the mic as well. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Cheers. <laughs> State of us. Uh, episode, what is it, episode? 15. Episode 15, season 9 of the Fighting Club Podcast. I'm so, I'm so uh, like, literally last thing in the world I want to do right now is talk about Spurs, because I don't have any answers. Joined today by T. Hello. And we've got Bardi. Hello. Uh, and me and, me and Bardi are enjoying a lovely, uh, lovely drop of Beaujolais. Need it today. Does uh, it meet your standards? Because you're it's quite not. a snob, buddy. <laughs> no, I'm it's, not a wine snob. I'm not a wine snob. I, I, I like a nice glass of Rouge. Mm. 
But, um, and, and some Aldi has, has a great selection of wine. Surprisingly. <laughs> that, that is true. Aldi yeah. are good for meats and cheeses and wine. There you go. There you go. That's, uh, oh, fuck, turn that that's the, um, that's the culture out of the way. How are we going to fix our football club? Fold. Fold? Yeah. It's, it's such a weird, like, it's, it, you know, do you know why this is so weird? It's because we've had it so good for so long. That's why this is so bad. Because, like, even even the 7-2 against Bayern, I could, I could, I, I eventually found a way of accepting the fact that it happened, no matter how painful it was. Um, I, I found a way of reconciling that, yes. the performance, somehow, right? Yeah, they scored almost every shot. Yeah, yeah, we, we talked about this, me and Spooky did an hour of it on Skype the other, last Thursday. Um, but that won't help you now, because... <laughs> In a way, <laughs> it's got worse. <laughs> in a way, it's it wasn't the worst performance this week. No, <laughs> it's like uh, I, I'm, I'm, I don't even know where to start. I thought I thought you know sometimes you have to really bottom out. You really have to start stealing your mum's VHS, your, your grand's VHSs before you before you figure your life out. But it got worse on Saturday. Is that something that happened to you? No, but it's just, you know, it's a cliche. I never stole it. No, 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 no. I did steal from my parents once. <laughs> oh, my God. What did you steal? You haven't had a drink yet. <laughs> no, it was, my dad had a little, my dad used to do a lot of cash jobs, and I knew where he kept his secret stash of cash. Yeah. And he lost count of what was there. So, of course. So, yeah. you, you, take a, you take a fiver here and there. Everybody took a little, you know, put, put their hand yeah. in their mum's purse every now and then. Exactly. See, do you ever... Are you no, a thief as well? A, a clean shirt. <laughs> that's that's a, the right way to do. Um, yeah, the... the what we're not going to do tonight is talk about specifics of the game against Brighton because it's clear, um, as a whole, it isn't right. And we need to look at this problem from top down, not just in the middle of these minutiae of, of performances. Because all of those poor performances, every ball that bounced off of Eric Dyer's knee was a symptom of something that isn't right at the football club. <laughs> there was, there was a, a moment where Lamella got tackled from behind on about 60 minutes or something, and he fell on the floor, and he was like a, he was like a Dalek, and he couldn't get up, and I'm just like, this is Tottenham, we're on the floor, and our yeah. legs are underneath us, our arms, and we're just stuck. Like a turtle. Where like are you, where where are you at? No, turtle when it's back in the show. Where, where, where are you at, T? What, 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 how do you feel? I didn't see the game, so I feel like... Um, uh, you were like winning, right? Wedding rehearsal. Wedding, re- wedding rehearsal. So, like, like I said to you on, on the WhatsApp group, it, it doesn't matter. All we need to know is that we were awful. But I'm a, I'm a bit more pot chin than I would have been if I'd seen that game. <laughs> <laughs> if I'd seen that game, I would have been like, on oh, his pitted feathers, saying he's got to go. Yeah. It's time, it's time. But um, where, where are you all at at the moment? Uh, are you, so, you, so, you're still pot chin, aren't you? Um, I'll give you a reason, go I am pot chin, um, but I feel we should be given a couple of windows. I think we just really got on his butt on that lever. And to see the season through with him there. But the reality is a modern football is that he may not get that. I think he might get that as discussed on the previous podcast because the compensation would be so high. By mutual agreements and that, innit? Yeah, if that was happened, the way that he would leave, if he'd had enough and leave you up thought that it might be better that we moved him on, they'd find some sort of middle ground where they'd agree a compensation package, yeah. right? Which I would imagine would probably be around 15, 20 million. Yeah. If it's 32 million as reported now, you'd think around that price would get rid of him. Go on, buddy. I'm I'm closer to potch out than I am potching because um, I, d- I don't want to be... I'm not one of these people that say we should get flags and posters and hire a fucking plane and this kind of shit, but I, I'm looking at it in 
how I look at it in football wise, and I, I can't see I can't see an escape route for him. I don't see him pulling this through anytime soon. And I think he perhaps he has the grace to maybe do a mid table season with us and really truly rebuild next year. But I don't know if my faith extends to him being able to rebuild this. That's where I am with this. I don't think he's got the energy and I don't think he's I don't trust him to fix this. Which is not, it's just a shame. I, w- not, I want no. him to turn around and fix this because I, I really like him. And as much as I've taken the piss before about dodging trophies and stuff like that, it's just taken the mick. He's the best manager we've had. But um, I, I, I don't see a way out of him. I don't see a way out. I'm, I want him to stay, but I don't know. And it's kind of blind faith that I want him to stay because I, I don't know how he fixes the problems be- at, at the moment because they're so gargantuan. And the issue, and I think the only way you can fix them is by doing something we're unable to do right now, which is sign players. And I, I, I'm not one of these people that go, oh, just, you know, buy players, buy some fucking players, Levy. I'm not that kind of guy. But right now, that's exactly what we need. We need fresh blood and people that are going to be receptive. The only, the only way he can fix this is by removing the five or six players and then just whipping the living shit out of the other players. I'm making them play. Sanchez, Foy, uh, I guess Davies, Sessignon when he comes back in, Skip, Endombele. Why? But my problems with Pochettino is is not this. It's, it's a clear. It's a lack of a plan. It's a lack of a formation. It's a lack of a system. And he continually, he's continually flipping from one formation to the other. He throws Dyer in, then he switches. Dyer into a back three and then he starts throwing more attackers at the problem he's he's still playing he plays every game now like it's the final five minutes against Ajax where oh. it's chaos after chaos and there's no there's no system or structure to his game anymore yeah Gib 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 one on Twitter he says how fucked are we on a scale of one to ra- one day Ramos does that mean one to one like one being the worst and one day Ramos being worst meaning we're completely fucked <laughs> is that the question yeah exactly. right. <laughs> right. Right. yeah we're well, somewhere between one and one day Ramos yeah I'd say probably I'm guessing one day Ramos is ten technically speaking <laughs> if 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 I'd, where I'd we say, are I'd say we're about a seven <sighs> um, I'd say we're a, a, a Tim Sherwood I'm based on that performance alone you'd say we're fucked because Brighton shouldn't be beating us 3-0 any day of the week happens in football, but that wasn't an anomaly. That was a symptom of what was going on at the club. But I've seen enough this season to suggest that we're not completely fucked and that we will that, that Poch will find a way of turning this round. And those, those moments are obviously the 4-0 against, the four nil against uh, Palace. Palace, the first 30 minutes against Bayern. The, <laughs> the, the, Which was amazing. It was amazing. It and that was, was only... That was... That was... That, that's 108... No, sorry, 120 minutes or whatever it was. That was only 120 minutes of football ago. But I, I think the, the Palace 4-0 was a, a lot to do with us just having these amazing forwards and they just went out and blew Palace out of the water. Yeah. I don't I don't think there's anything tactical... Or, but which but, the first half an hour against Bayern Munich was. Mm. But then our, our legs fell out. It's like sometimes if you do a race, there's always one guy at the start who just burns it in the first couple of kilometres, and then and then runs out of gas. And, that, and that's what exactly what happened in that game. We we worked so hard in that first twenty minutes, thirty minutes, that it seemed like we were just blowing out our ass in the second half. It was Golovkin against Carl Brook, pretty yeah. much. It was Jake. He, Goody. he, he went on two weight classes and got smashed up. But he won the first couple of rounds and then just got smashed. Yeah. After that game was, um, I just feel that. Because the top two are so far away, it's a bun fight for all the other places. Mm. That's why I think it's a seven. 
it was a case where it was the old big four and they were like picking up points all over the place. I just think Arsenal, Chelsea and Man are the teams you're really targeting. They're not smashing it by any stretch of the imagination. Um, you, Leicester are a couple of injuries away from being mid-table anyway. So do you, do you, You've got a bugbear about Leicester, so we can't necessarily trust everything you say about it. No, I mean, they're, they're <laughs> a perfectly good side, but um, and if they're going to be the top four, this is the season they can do it. Yeah. But they're not, these teams are out of reach. We're three points off, is it third? I don't know. Three points off relegation, but three points off third. Let's look, let's look at that first. <laughs> so, you know, there's a couple of wins here and, and, and it's all solved. Where are they coming from, though? Where are these wins coming from? <laughs> but, but I don't know, we can attack, we've still got the attackers, we just don't have the defenders. It's, uh, why, why are we conceding so many goals, buddy, in your opinion? Because, um, one of the, sorry, just before yeah. you... One of the solutions that we came up with in the group was Eric Dyer. Everyone comes in like, why? He was, he, he, was, he was a large part of why we were so bad. Um, I think our, our centre-backs aren't what they were. I think Vertonghen is broken. I, he shouldn't play again. He should, he should just be dropped. He, he has his, his body position and the way he holds himself reminds me of Ledley King when Grant Holt was running past him in, in those Jeez. final games. He's always he's got kind of a hunchback and he's always kind of squatting, so our defence isn't what it was. Uh, I think, and we're too easy to play for him. Our midfield is non-existent. But, what's, but, but, but you wouldn't say our midfield is any lesser than Brighton. So why would why did they find it so easy to pass through ours? They were much more compact. There was no there was no space. We were so spread out across the pitch. Our defence is so bad they'd keep dropping deep. Because we abandoned um, the diamond, right? We abandoned. <laughs> we've abandoned everything. Pochettino <laughs> <laughs> is a man grew, who grew up with principles of football, and he's just abandoned it all. Which is why I'm so upset. But, but we were all calling for him to get rid of the diamond because it'd be better if we could be more expansive and play two three one in midfield and attack. And that will that go some way to solving our problem. We were somehow worse when we didn't play the time. <laughs> <laughs> but we started one nil down. We started one nil down. Wait, that's minute. that's the problem. Well, this is right, this is it. This is fucking it, right? You've every under the cosh. We've just been smashed. Our biggest home defeat in the history of our football club. The first fucking minute of this football game, the ball gets looped into the air. All fucking Lawrence has to do is tip it over the bar. Well, catch it! it. Or catch, catch it, it wasn't even like a difficult ball. And he palmed it out. And I don't want to sound harsh. I don't want to sound harsh. But if, he, if he'd applied the proper technique when trying to catch the ball, he probably wouldn't have fucking scrambled and broke his arm or dislocated his elbow. It's so true. It's true. If he'd caught it, it would have been fine. It would have been fine because he would have tucked it in his chest and he would have landed on his side. But do you think he just changed his mind in midair? I, I don't know what he did. I can't explain it. I can't explain why he would just palm it a foot in front of himself. This is, sec- this is the second time in two games he's shat the bed. But I think him breaking an arm is a lesson to him, you know. It's, it's, it's a lesson. It's, it's a lesson here. Fucking make up your mind. Make I, up your fucking mind. I thought he was. I thought he was faking it. I told. I told you guys this little story when I was about ten years old. <laughs> yes. I, I, I went. On. I went to a roller skating party. Um, <laughs> it was like ten, you know, and um, it was at a really posh house in um, a nice part of Mill Hill, and there was uh, the patio and it had all these ornaments. And I was ten years old and I was trying to show off to like the girls in my class. And I was going past these um, ornaments and opening my legs, so they were going under my oh, legs. Of and of course, I was showing off, and I tried to showboat, and I clipped one with my knee, 
and it it toppled and then went smash in pieces on the ground and I could see the mum running out to the patio like screaming what's happened so I rolled around on the floor <laughs> pretending that I'd done like my ACL my ligament <laughs> on the floor pulling out the tears oh my knee my knee you managed to cry I managed to cry because I was shit scared and in the end so manipulative she, she called my mum my mum had to come and get me and I left the party early <laughs> It's better that than. Uh... So that's what I thought Larice was doing. I mean, I, I, as soon as you saw the first replay, it was clear it was horrible. It was a horrible injury. I was in my car and I'm like, saying, what's happened? What's happened? <laughs> yeah. And I saw the screen. Like, yeah, that's that's all right. I just to see that again. Um, but is that how is that a problem or not? I can't tell whether Laurie's been out is a problem anymore. It's no bigger problem than what we're facing right now. It's a big problem because if Gazaniga gets injured, then it's Alfie Whiteman. He might be the problem. Who, who might be better? Do you know what he reminds me of? I don't know why. Who, Gazaniga? No, oh, no, Alfie Whiteman. Whiteman. You're kind of player, no? Mm, yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, proper English, he's got White in his name. <laughs> Can't get better, he must be good. Um, no, uh, Ben Alwick. I don't know why. <laughs> Has <laughs> he got a sex tape? <laughs> I don't know if he's got a sex tape. Probably not. I don't probably. It's funny to find out. Yeah, um, I hope so. But, do you know what I mean? It's like this third choice, young, white... <laughs> working class working class goalkeeper coming in yeah. solid yeah uh, that, that's kind of what it feels like he, son. Look, he's going to be on the bench and Gazaniga is now our is now our number one goalkeeper until until January yeah, until they January, say. Yeah. yeah January um, he's always he's always been mediocre Gazaniga. Yeah, no, he's, 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 edging, uh? he's edging shit. You're, you're like, you, you've gone to town on Gazaniga already. I, I went a while ago. I, I don't trust him. I, <laughs> I, I don't trust him to catch. He's very good at kicking, which is fine, but I don't trust his shot stopping. All right, fair enough. There's an article in The Athletic called... Uh, called I don't know what it's called. Uh, Mauricio Pochettino has lost the dressing room, but players... Has not. What? Has not. Oh, sorry. Mauricio Pochettino has not... I'm projecting here, has, has not lost uh, the dressing room, but players feel that they have nothing left physically or mentally to offer him or the club. Players are also unhappy that he does not change his methods. This um, was the article before the one that everyone's read, so I don't know. I think the new one is a Jack Pitbrook um, talking about right. uh, the methods and stuff. What, what do you think of um, this opinion then that, that Pochettino hasn't le- lost the dressing room, but the players are just, they've heard the same messages, they've, they've well, had the same training? I mean, we, we've all seen that graphic. I forget the number of players we have from, is it 14, 15 season? 15, yeah. um, we've got about, we've got the most out of the top six, I believe. Yeah. Um, and the team does need a refresh. It's just very much shades of Liverpool after they got rid of Brendan Rodgers. Um, I think there's only two players that survived. I think it's Lallana and uh, Henderson that survived. Yeah. Well, if you look at sorry, if you look at Arsenal who won the FA Cup, I don't know two two years ago, three years ago, they they only have one player left from that starting eleven. Who's that? That's just shut up. I can't remember. Mustafa, um, Shaka, Shaka, maybe. They've had such a turn. They've had such a turnaround of players, and we we haven't had that. Yeah, so it kind of feels like we're paying the price now for that that inactivity in the window. And that's why I don't think you should sack Pochettino because I feel that you need to allow him to rebuild. But I mean, you know, same time maybe we can, maybe someone else can rebuild just as well. I mean, Pochettino's not God. He's not the best manager we can possibly ever have, but. I feel he should be given the best possible chance to turn it around, to fix this. Yeah, he's, 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 it. he's in credit. We don't. I mean, he's made a, he's sport us that we're, that we're guaranteed Champions League finish. I mean, that, we've dreamt of that. So, mm. I think just like when Liverpool finished eighth, I think it was in Klopp's first season. I think maybe we just got to suffer a bit just to try and yeah get over the hump. And if and if we're not finishing the top four, it's like seventh or eighth is where we need to finish. 
We don't be in that fucking Europa League. Well, like, imagine a season without European football, just playing domestic football. No, the most fun I've had. That's in the finished sport, isn't it? Yeah. Like, uh, and, and the thing is, is this, this being unable to motivate players that have been there so long, that is on Poch. Your job as a manager or coach is to get the best out of your players, regardless of their situation. And if you're not doing it, you're failing. And it appears that he's not. Like, he's saying, like, the same messages, same, same training methods. Then change them for the players that have, have got bored of hearing it. Or, or, or it does. It's not even the case got bored. It's like, if, you're, if you get told off by your dad, right? You're, you're, it's like, if you get caught wanking when you're a kid, right? You get caught, you learn your lesson, right? And then you find another room to wank in. Or, or wait till they're out. You learn how to avoid the message eventually. Or, or you get caught wanking so many times you don't care anymore because I'm still going to wank. It's what I do, right? If, I don't know where I'm going with. <laughs> I'm trying to wind, that's what I'm doing. But, but what I'm saying is, is that it doesn't matter how many times my dad tells me off for wanking, I'm still going to do it regardless of how he tells me off. Do you know what I mean? But that's why it's to refresh the team. I mean, I don't... Well, exactly. well, obviously, obviously it's on but it's his job though. to change it. My dad should come back with a stick next time. Yeah? Or, or a cattle gun. No, but you have, you eventually to, a cattle gun. He has to make you not want to do it. And eventually a knife. Chop it off. <laughs> he has to make you not want to do it, though, as well. Yeah. Was you, did you ever, when you was a kid, did you ever feel guilty for uh, self-indulgence? No, never. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I feel... I, feel, I, get, I get the moment of clarity after the thing. Maybe, maybe I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> That's, that's about it. <laughs> also, what, depends on the material. What do you mean? Yeah, exactly. What do you mean? I shouldn't have done that. I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" It's like I don't know. You know, you, you, I don't want to make a part of a mirror or anything. That's one of those things where you're thinking, "What am I doing?" I, I'm no better than an animal. I imagine. <laughs> what is the most natural thing? You don't worry. I imagine T's uh, twist position while knocking one out is. In front of a mirror, <laughs> naked, with his ass in the air. Yeah, I can see my bubble, see how it, see how it, see if it quits in and out. And I just, you know. <laughs> just whispering, wink for me. Wink, wink. <laughs> oh my god, that's sick. Uh, do you think Mr. Sissoko's message after the game got quite a lot of traction? We retweeted it off Love the Shirt yes. because it felt like honesty. Yeah, I mean. He didn't have to. It's multi layered, this thing, because I don't know if you saw Aurier's message after, but he shut the comments down. So, I guess he didn't get the reaction that Mrs. Sissoko got. And Kane is now our captain because L- Lloris is dead. He's not said anything. But now, well, sometimes silence is better. Go on. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I believe all this propaganda. Mrs. Sissoko seems like the... We, we're in a bit of trouble. So let's sign a contract. Who we, They look around the dressing room. Who's contract should they sign? It's fucking Sissoko's. Like, oh, I don't know. Okay, let's sign Sissoko's. Yeah, he deserves one. Maybe, maybe, but I could sign someone else's, you know? I, I, I will say something here that might be a little bit off. It was really well written. And my, <laughs> my, like, I know, like, people that are born in this country who don't write as well as that grammatically. And I'm not saying he hasn't grasped English, but I'm saying as a footballer, would he, would he have that grasp of English and is, has it been written by someone else? Well, probably, you might have dictated it to someone, isn't it? And then someone has probably... Which is fine, it. isn't it? That's Latin's biography. Yeah. Who, though? There's no one in the team. He's got an agent. Harry Winks. He's an agent. Harry Winks is studious. Ben Davis. Maybe they all wrote a piece. <laughs> it definitely ain't Harry Kane. It'll <laughs> <laughs> just be... Oh, Let's go! Look at it! If Harry Kane is our captain for, 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 for to, to January, as he is, yes. is, will he see that as the onus is on him to fucking get... You know, slap some asses, you think? Yeah, but you worry about um, a Beckham against Greece type performance where 
He's out of position, he's all over the pitch making tackles and obviously he's a hero at the end and he equalised that free kick that got to the 2002 World Cup. But so Kane doesn't take on too much and does what he does best. Yeah. Um, what was Sergio Rio's message? It was similar to Sissoko's, was it? Yeah, we've all got to stick together. Yeah, not you. Oh, <laughs> you, <laughs> you, not you. Yeah. We didn't even play against Brighton, man. Shut the fuck up. Sissoko can stick together. You have got to get the bins out. He's an, he's an awful player. <laughs> so, I, I, Alaba's got a broken rib, by the way. Who? Alaba. Who's Alaba? The um, Bayern Munich left back that he left a footing on for them. Oh, I remember that. So I was watching that, and I said to I said to um, Did he stay on the pitch? He came oh, yeah, up he at half time. Yeah. 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 And then Thiago comes on. Turned the game for us. <laughs> for fuck's sake. Uh, yeah, so Sergio is probably like largely you know, due to him that we lost seven two. Um, I watched it at the time, and I went to Ricky. He stamped on him. He's come down with his studs. There. I didn't. See I haven't seen the replay. Did he? Have you, have you seen it? No, I'm not watching it. I didn't jump over him. But it didn't look good. Do you know all I want, boys? All I want. I don't care if Tottenham are good again. I don't care if we finish in the Champions League. I don't even care, really, if we finish above Arsenal ever again. I just want to watch Match of the Day once in a while. Yeah, yeah I wasn't watching it. <laughs> that's, that's, just, that's all I want. Just, uh, you, know, you know how good it is? 10.30, you've had a, been on a beers, yeah, yeah. And so, especially if you uh, watch football today, you're sitting down, you're in your pyjamas or boxes, whatever you like. And you're on the t- and you're turning you're like yes, I love this. I haven't had that for since January last year. Yeah, <laughs> I, I watch match of the day Sunday morning, so I get out of bed early, leave my wife in bed, and I have some like man time, alone time. Yeah, and I can't do it now. I've got, I, no, what are you gonna do? Fuck it, don't do you anything. Go for a run or something, don't you? I go for a run. I go for a run. I, normally, I watch match of the day and go for a run, but now I don't know. I just talk to my wife. <laughs> How's that go? It's all right. It's not bad. <laughs> she, she fucks off. She goes, oh, you're not using the front room. I'm going to go meditate. And I'm just, I don't know. I'm trying not to, trying not to go for a wank. If, if, I'm <laughs> meditation. if I'm left alone for 10 minutes, my thoughts turn to my dick. <laughs> Scream like that's a steal one. Is having cracking one? What, um, what, uh, is that is that the case for all men? Do you think? I think so. As soon as you're left alone, you, your thoughts go to your dick. I so I used to the occasional time when I used to work from home at Ball Street, I probably would my wanking um, activity would go up by about three hundred percent, four hundred percent actually. Because as like, but since leaving and obviously I work from home every day now, it's 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 very normal. I don't I don't walk around wanking all day. Well, because you're not often left. It's very often you're at home alone. Yeah, so it's like a surprise. Yeah, exactly. It's, <laughs> it's a treat. It's a, it's a treat. What am I gonna do? Uh, do, you know, I, do you know what? I haven't had a wank. I haven't had a wank sober in <laughs> in, in years. Oh my god! No, and, and that's not saying I'm an alcoholic. I'm just saying like I'm saying that I haven't. Um, what am I saying? I'm saying that I'm. The only time I get the urge is if I've had a couple of beers. Whereas I know, like, I know people wake up in the morning, first thing they do is not one out. Get if it. I can, yeah. If I'm at home, then yeah. Yeah? yeah. Right. Time allows. Yeah, fair no, enough. No, it's best. <laughs> let's, let's, let's get through this. Yeah, all right. Uh, clandestino on uh, 123 on Reddit. Uh, you've got a few questions, right? These are from him or from you? Uh, that's just all him. The, the rest of... Okay, fair. He's just got one point. Fair enough. Uh, given the contract situation of certain players and the financial impact of players leaving on a free, do you think Poch has been given the full freedom to decide who is dropped to the reserves or does Levy have an influence on, in this space? So that's an interesting question because, yeah. like, some of us have talked about Ericsson leaving, so should he be dropped? Same with uh, Vertonghen and Adoverard. Yeah. But 
if you want to sell him in January, <coughs> then you need them playing, right? I, I don't think Ericsson's lack of form from now until January will affect his um, will affect his transfer value. If 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 um, Dembele gets sold for ten million and his contract's running out, I think we could probably get twenty to thirty million for for Ericsson in January. Take, would you take it now? Uh, I I think I think we Got should take him. it. Yeah. Doing nothing at the moment. I'd yeah. have to, I'd take him. I don't think he's going to go in January. Um, I think he'll see it out. Well, the light, if he sees it out, he's going to earn more money, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. Then in that case, we should, I, I personally believe that any player who's on the last season of their co- last year of their contract and they're not performing, just put them in the reserves. Fuck them. That's it. It's a lot. It's very expensive for the club, though, to do that. The, the, the club should have sold them. The problem is the club shouldn't have allowed us to get in this position with players in their final year. It's what Arsenal have been but doing. But we were in a, we're a difficult situation where you can't finance the team and finance the stadium at the same time with no idea what the upper level of the cost will be. We, this is what people are forgetting is we, for whatever reason, we went in to build this this, this stadium and it was a gargantuan cost, to double what, what was initially projected, I think. Um, you can't have that and have... You know the, uh, the re, it's a re re up in the, the the first team. You, can, you can't not, have both those. There's not a problem now. It's been refinanced. That even if we don't make the Champions League, it's definitely not a problem. It's okay. The problem we find ourselves in now is because of that. And yeah. so, like, and, and when you're walking into the stadium, um, to some degree, the novelty has worn off since that absolute. From the Palace game. The, the Man City game. Yeah. No, the, uh, no, since the, the, the Bayern game, the novelty has worn okay, off, yeah, hasn't yeah. it? Well, we haven't been back since. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just... The, Some have, NFL. But it's, yeah. like, it's, like, it's, like, it's like like moving into a new house, your brand new house, and you love it, you've spent all, you spent all your life saving for it. You move in, and a burglar comes in and touches your front bum. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, that, that's what it's like. Do you want to go back to that place? You've got to move out, surely. Yeah. I mean, we need a new stadium. <laughs> I think since... <laughs> Should go back to Wembley. BC <laughs> yeah. Grand Slam, Callum on, on Twitter uh, tweeted me saying it was all alright at Wembley. Wembley wasn't too bad, we were getting results. Should, should we go back to Wembley for the Champions League game? I think so. <laughs> I think um, the last player of any note who left Spurs in a free was, you know, So Campbell. And we kind of swore not to let that happen again to any player of any importance. And um, we're facing that happening with a couple of players now, including Ericsson. And. Um, it's easy for me to say I'm not I'm not the one who's got who's responsible for millions of money millions of pounds and millions of pounds of resources in terms of players and assets sorry not resources Definitely so not, no. it's easy for me to say well I should have sold him in the summer but the fact you've got Manyama Oye and Ericsson you could have at least so two out of those three for fuck's sake come yeah. on mm. come on it yeah. can't be that hard but yeah. well, I can't do a leave I'm going to say come on <laughs> <laughs> but, but what, why why weren't why, why they moved on what was it just overvaluing our players? Overvalued, and Victor Wanyama thought maybe he can, we can um, resurrect his Spurs career. But well, what did, but did Victor Wanyama not perform adequately when he came in towards the end of last season? Uh, yes, he did. Is the answer? Uh, he was all right. He was okay. He did he, get hauled off at half time at, uh, at Ajax away. He had the Huddersfield goal. Which Don't remember that. I forgot that one. Yeah, the Huddersfield. The thing is, they were like relegated Huddersfield as well, weren't they? It yeah. took Spurs, I don't know, 18 months to sell Janssen. And and in the end, we sold him for £6 million. How's he getting on? It's uh, quite a couple of goals. Yeah, I don't know. For the Mexican, the Mexican league, isn't it? When, when people leave Spurs, they kind of die for me. So as much as I love Pochettino, when he leaves, he's dead. I'm, I, don't, I don't care about him anymore. But we need to sell players better. 
All right, uh, we, uh, we're going to break now for the first half. We're going to have Windy, and then we're going to continue this discussion about how we fix... We're not, what are we doing here? How do we unfuck it? How do we unfuck something? This is the thing. Is once something is fucked, you can't <laughs> unfuck it. It's impossible. It's technically impossible. <laughs> once it's fucked, it's fucked. All you can do is you can cuddle it and like, yeah. tell it some reassuring once, things. Once Aftercare. You, once you put your... Clear the tears. Once your dick's in, that's fucked. Now... It's not going to be unfucked, is it? Yeah, if you go to court, you're fucked as well. Yeah. Well, I'm not talking about a sexual assault here. I'm just talking about a, a, a completely oh. consensual situation. Okay. <laughs> why, is you, why is that your go-to thing all the time? Yeah. Windy, back to draw the fucking knowledge, blood. I see you, I've got your back. Hi, this is Windy, back with the less than weekly youth updates. Uh, looking at our young players and players out on loan, I hope you're very well. Um, not good news, really, on the youth and loanee player front. So it's pretty much going just as badly as the first team right now. Uh, I'll start with the under-18s. So an under-19 team lost 4-1 at home to Bayern last Tuesday. And it was quite a disappointing performance, really. The team selection... I wasn't impressed, to be honest. It was very an very unbalanced team. We had a Harvey White playing at left-back once again, which doesn't suit him. He has been filling in for the injured Dennis Serkin, who I'm pleased to say returned, and he came on in that, in that second half there. Um, and White's going into midfield certainly helped to some degree. But Bayern picked us off at every opportunity and were very impressive. Um, we were far less than impressive. They then lost 4-2 this weekend at home to Villa. Um, another disappointing result. And in the under-23s, it's not much better, sadly. So uh, the last match, we went down 4-1 to Brighton away. Um, and we play in the what was the Checker Trade Trophy. So it's now called the, I think, Leasing... I think it's the Leasing.com Trophy. Uh, we'll play Colchester away on Tuesday night, the 8th of October. If you are near Colchester, you can get a ticket there for 12 quid. Kick off 7.30, so um, go along and support our under-21 team. In terms of loanies, there's not a great deal going on because lots of our players aren't getting in. Uh, but Jack Rolls did score and get man of the match for Cambridge United this weekend just gone. He scored a lovely goal. It was a kind of half volley from about 30 yards out, which uh, found the bottom corner. It was a really... Really clever strike from Rolls, who caught the keeper off guard. And you can see that on the Sky Sports website. I also tweeted that. So if you look down my timeline, you'll see Jack Rolls' goal. He's gone down an absolute storm with the Cambridge United fans. They really like Rolls, so that's good. Elsewhere, Jack Clark has not really been making the Leeds bench too often. They've got too many low knees, basically, so that's slightly problematic. Luke Amos has been missing out for QPR through injury. Cameron Carter-Vickers has been playing the Stoke, but apparently not that well. Kaziah Sterling has been injured recently for Doncaster. George Marsh was in the Leighton Orient team, but has been demoted recently to the bench. And Anthony Georgiou has found himself mostly on the Ipswich bench. So that's it for this week. If you're interested in more young players, follow me on Twitter at WindyCoys. That's Coys for Come On Your Spurs. Standard conversations. <laughs> Stan Booley left Tottenham for, for PSG. They signed him. I don't believe you. I don't I know did. if he started a league game, but he's oh. definitely... For fuck's sake. <laughs> then he went to Schalke. 
Bullshit. I'm calling him bullshit on it. No, it's fucking true. He played 27 games. I am. He played 27 I'm, games. I'm showing Bardi my phone shows Wikipedia that he in fact did join PSG from Tottenham. Stambouli's won more things. He played, Stambouli's won more things. Than he played more, ga- more games for, for Barcelona than he did for us, I bet. For PSG. He, he did play uh, for, for twice, twice the amount. Twice the amount. Um, I remember meeting Stambouli and Vertonghen in Gilgamesh. In, yeah. in, in did you meet you met them in Gilgamesh? I bumped into what? Dembele, Vertonghen, and um, Bentaleb. Uh, maybe three, four months later in Gilgamesh. In Gilgamesh, they fucking love that place. Gilgamesh is like a club slash uh, restaurant in in Camden. It's not even like banging. It's like it's a, just a club that average people it's got an escalator to get up there I don't rate any club that has an escalator yeah no, there's no there's no classy place in the world that has an escalator no in it you take the steps or a lift <laughs> or, or a lift yeah a see through lift with a man who presses the buttons for you not yeah. a fucking escalator uh, but yeah you need a man in there who does the buttons for you yeah, yeah. <laughs> does the buttons <laughs> or that like, odd job from James Bond <laughs> yeah. just pushing the buttons or you just tell the guy downstairs what floor you want to go to and you get in and it takes you there that's the thing is that with these like high class clubs these the, the lift operators have got to know some sort of self defence. Yeah. Like like odd job. Yeah. Like he can throw his hat. Yeah. That was his other skill. Well, have to do. Yeah. And they're the he final push they're the throw. final buffer. If you if you get past the lift man you're in. <laughs> you're in. Have <laughs> you got idea or not? You could disappear in the crowd. <laughs> in. Uh, yeah, I, leave. I met Stan, <laughs> a Stambouli and Vatongan um and they were sitting there and Chadley was in in there at the same time. <clears> and I'm sure I told this story on this pod before but um, I was, I was, I, it was during a period of my life where I was taking lots of, um, mind altering substances, right? And I, they came in and because I had the confidence of these mind altering substances, I could go and just speak to them and, and ask for a photo. And, uh, the tongue was sound, uh, but both of them a bit stand, st- standoffish. Yeah. Uh, and I think it was the week after Stambouli had played a beautiful ball out to whoever our right back was at the time. And oh, yeah. we went, I think we played Denis Pro. It was like a European game. Yeah, it was, it was. Probably Norton. Uh, and I saw Chadley the other, over the other side. And I was like, oh, well, I've done these two. I'm definitely going to have a word with Chadley. I, I went and said hello to him. And he offered me a seat in his little booth and a drink. Like, oh, what yeah. a lovely, lovely man. And I said to him... This was just. This must have been a year in the same sort of period as the as the dolphin stuff came out. Yeah. And uh, I, I asked him about the dolphin because uh, this is something you came up with. Teams. It was. Yeah. He's, he's got the body of a dolphin. It's all smooth. smooth yeah. And uh, and he he looked at me like I was fucking insane. <laughs> at, like it's obviously his team around it grabbed onto the dolphin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he used to t- after he tweeted, he put a little dolphin on. Oh, well, did he tweet though? Yeah. 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 Anyway, he was he was lovely. He was very very sound. Um, yeah, what else we've got here? Uh, what, so, there are a bunch of questions put, that I kind of put in after in quick succession. Yeah. So, um, I guess the main two are what do you think the club will do or what do you think the club should do? Come on, buddy. Um, I think the club will give Pochettino time, they won't fire him, and I think they will ride it out and trust him and then, then hopefully support him in January. With um, with the with the players and the decisions. How many how many, how many players do we need to sign in January? Um, and, and it's not just any players. We need to sign. Actually, it, it kind of is any players, isn't it? It's like anyone who's going to be receptive to to Pochettino's ideas. Do you remember back in the days when Spurs had to sign bare players? There was one January. It was before we won the Carling Cup, and we signed Woodgate, Hutton, Joe Berto, and someone else whose name I've forgotten. 
Yeah. So um, maybe, maybe we do that then, just go, just go ham in January. I remember H- Hutton lifting the uh, League Cup three games after he signed. Yeah. yeah. He was good in your first joint. Yeah, he was all right. Good. Wood- Woodgate was immense. He was, was also in under Redknapp when he came in and took over after Ramos. He oh, just yeah. signed back Chimbonda, signed back Key. Key. Maybe, and Defoe. And yeah, uh, maybe we're going to sign Carl Walker again in January. Yeah. Uh, I'll take that. Would you take that? <laughs> oh, 100%. <laughs> 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 right back's our trash. Every we'll last take Trippier. <laughs> Give me Trippier back. Yeah, you I'll take your Luca back, man. Can you imagine that phone call? Kieran, it's, it's Daniel. Um, so sorry about what happened in the summer. Um, can you... Can you come back? <laughs> know, how deep are you into this contract? Are there any clauses in this contract? You got a release fee? Eighty million pound, right? We'll pay it. Come back. Um, Carl Walker hasn't been playing for Man City, right? He has. He has been playing. Um, Cancelo played at left back yesterday. So why is he going to leave? Then he ain't going to leave. He's not coming to us. Dreams, Austin. dreams, man. Got to <laughs> Got to make his dreams come true. <laughs> you got to, man. Would you, to existence. So would you, <laughs> would you sign Carl Walker? Because our right backs is probably the worst position in our entire squad. I would take him over any of them, but in, in reality, you no, know, he's 30 next year, so... I, I, uh, I remember a tweet that Nathan A. Clark uh, put out, and he put, it up, he put our first team, considering all the players we'd signed, and at right back, he just wrote L-M-A-O. <laughs> he's right. And, well, I, yeah, at the time, I was like... I don't know if he was, but I was sort of aiming this at Windy. You were backing Carl Capitas all this time. He's got his chance... Now, now he should play. So why are you like putting LMAO where, on the position where he plays? As it turns out, we've had five players play right back, yeah. and three of those players aren't right backs. Oh. And if you had four, four, uh, I know. Well, he, he didn't. He, he hasn't never played, played yet. He ain't played this season. But they're not. They're not right backs. <laughs> they're, they're, all, they're all dog meat, mate. <laughs> well, as right back. Yeah, I think we should just uh, press ahead with Carl Walker Peters. That's what my decision would be. Yeah, me too. Uh, absolutely. You can't get any worse than Oreo. Oreo was awful against Bayern. I feel like Carl Walker Peters will do what you want him to do. Mm. You know when you know you're in a gang and you got a little kid who just runs around. So you know what? Come, come here, mate. Look, do a bit of spying over those people over there. Tell us what they're saying. That's Carl Walker Peters right now. Yeah. yeah. Says, so look, follow follow Sterling around the pitch. Don't matter if you're out of position. Sissoko will cover you. Just do that. That's what Carl Walker Peters is. Oreo is one of those kind of rogue guys who would kill someone by mistake. You know, like in, um, was it a pop fiction where they shot the guy in the car yeah, by yeah. mistake? Yeah. you got to clean the car. That's oh yeah. But you know, it's just really helpful. You, you know, know, you know um, Love on a Bay? Yes. At the end where they chuck the guy out the window. <laughs> and, 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 and <laughs> after feeding, it, feeding him chunky. Dog food. Dog food. <laughs> we are right back. We could put a can of chunky at right back and it would do a better job than anyone who's played there. That's actually one of the questions we've got. What was that? Hang on. <laughs> Harry Kane's dog on Reddit, he says, would Spurs be better or worse with Flav's dog at a right back? <laughs> Assume that Flav has only trained Frank to only go after the ball when our opponents have it, but won't, uh, won't be any uh, any use of us in, in the attack. Frank would do a good job at a right back. I mean, he'd be all over the place and he wouldn't give up. And, and he would... The only, the only person on that pitch that would run more than Frank would be Ericsson. <laughs> it'd, be less, it'd be less effective. <laughs> Put a heat map on him. Just give him one of those like that. Yeah, yeah. Although I've seen him collapse a couple of times when we're on, on a long walk. He, uh, he kindly gives up. I love that dog so much. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. the right-back situation is a problem. And uh, Wendy believes that the, the, the Carl Walker-Peters is, isn't injured. No, he uh, wasn't. So he just isn't in the squad. The only injured players... <laughs> clearly not, not good enough. The only injured players were Lo Celso and um, Sessignon. So where was so, he? Why weren't he in so the team? So Oye was suspended 
Danny Rose was dropped from the 18, as was Walker Peters from the 18. I think Walker Peters has got a drug problem. It's the only way, to, <laughs> it's the only way why he keeps missing out on matchday squads. Or he's a nunt. <laughs> he's got there's something dark, there's a darkness there the because it doesn't make any sense of why he would play Sissoko at right back when and even got, in the press conference he said um, yeah I'm going to put Sissoko at right back what does that do for an actual right back and it also makes me question Carl Walker-Peters as a, as a human being what the fuck are you still doing at Spurs because you can't sell anybody yeah, that's why he's stuck yeah I've tried I've tried to get out of they basically offered me around for free but they can't find it, fucking push it through um I, I like the fact that with the hindsight we have right now, um, Serge Aurier's comments after the window closed. <laughs> the, the, the club trust me. <laughs> the club trust me. That's why they kept hold of me. That's what his words were, verbatim, right? And <laughs> you, you nearly killed a man in Alabama. <laughs> you nearly killed our chances of staying in the Premier League by getting sent off against Southampton. And Ruined our Champions League... Night. Yeah, you, 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 we can't trust you. You've ruined everything, you just ruined it. And, and you sent that tweet after the game saying we've got to stay together. No, you just understand the, the shit that's going around you. He's the sort of man that would fall through a birthday cake at a party, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. like before you'd ever surprise your mum, you'd just fall over through the fucking door and just yeah. fall over the cake. Yeah, yeah, he'd trip and fucking smash it. Do you remember when we were linked with he's, Zaha? He's, and um, he tweeted, he put a post out on Instagram of an eagle. And a picture of Bob yes. Zaha. Yeah. Like, he's coming. He's not coming. Shut up. You're cursed. He's yeah. just cursed. He's cursed. Yeah. He's the, he's the kind of the kind of guy that would touch up the mother-in-law at a wedding. Yeah. And nobody realises he's a mother-in-law. You know? yeah. His wedding. Um, well, you haven't asked this question, T. What, what should the club do and what will they do? So you should, you're, you're saying we should keep Poch. I'm what, saying what we do should hold a couple of windows. I think... Um, I reckon the trigger might get pulled before January. Really? If it carries on as it is, I think the club might panic. Yeah, because, it's um, not panic though. If it carries on, this, you know how many games are I know. now in January? And we've got Liverpool it's not doing, panicking if we're still playing like this. We've got Liverpool in two games time as well, away. But um, wow. I just think in this climate, everything is just so magnetised, everything's so reactionary. You um, you look at the comments of, um, I mean, I'm talking about Man U now, I'm talking about Redknapp's comments about Solskjaer yesterday, talking about how... How can he manage United? He's managed Cardiff and Molder. And I'm thinking, well, you didn't say this in, in the early doors. Yeah. Then you've got people saying stuff about Tottenham now, saying, oh, you know, we reached the Champions League final. And to be fair, we, we were lucky to get there. In, in, in hindsight now. But no one said that at the time. Um, w- would you watch Would you watch uh, a homemade porno with your mum in it? <laughs> no. No, no. Absolutely not. Good. <laughs> Are you going to watch a Liverpool game? i got a funny feeling. <laughs> you know what I do too uh, yeah. that's what supporting Spurs is about yeah. do, do, you know, do, you know, do you know what I do too I'm going to go out there and get a we played, we played Arsenal oh, in the invincible oh, yeah. in the invincible season and I thought what I'm able to do something here <laughs> <laughs> this is the best team I've ever had it's one of the worst teams we've ever had I thought you know what you know <laughs> We can do something here. <laughs> can you imagine? It'd be quite nice if we if we end their run. What I don't want to happen is the game before we played them for them to lose. That, honestly, yeah, yeah. If but they do that, I've got Man U, so that'd be interesting. If they do that, cancel. Because this is what Man United <laughs> definitely going to beat Man United. Man United, United fans, Man United fans are now thinking exactly the same. As Man, so somehow, Man United are in a worse situation than we are. Yeah, they are. Tra- and what I worry about, right? What I, a little bit of me worries about is that. They'll they'll pull the trigger first, and they'll get the best available manager first. 
we if we pull the trigger now, at least we get the option on what's some like, supermarket sweep type shit. Exactly. <laughs> let's let's put the bullet in back of Pudgy's head. <laughs> Double just, tap. Just, just so just so just so Man United can't get there first, because <laughs> we're a bigger club than them at the moment. So we've got to pull the trigger. First. Maybe you just found this hotel room. <laughs> do, you, do you remember last season when? Um, you were said you were tired of talking about the same things, the same players, yeah. the same systems. Yeah. Fucking amazing. There's a lot of content, man. Yeah. I, I've enjoyed this podcast more than, what, than any we've done in recent years. The thing is, there's only so many times you can talk about... I, I guarantee we've laughed, laughed more in this podcast than the game against when we smashed Everton 6-2, which was one of the greatest performances yeah. over 6 mm. But after that, we just oh, we're amazing. We're ama- How many times can you say we're amazing? This is, the, this is where the gold is, gents. It's true. It's... it's, it's the gallows humour. It's understanding. It's understanding that everything's going to shit. But together, our bond, our football club, unites us and we'll find a way through it. And this is why I'm really scared about being tied to the potch out movement. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm like a spiritual leader. But I know I'm a bit potch out. I don't, but I don't want to be with potch out. You know what I mean? I understand completely because I, 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 like everyone, like, is, like I get gammon thrown at me quite a lot, right? <laughs> what you have to do to to, 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 to be okay with that because it's quite a horrible thing to throw at someone who by and large politically quite left wing right mm. is embrace it <laughs> just take it on it's like yeah do you know what I, fucking Tommy Robinson does have some good ideas <laughs> that's what you just, you just got to hold on to that tell you what yeah, maybe maybe find that flag and drape yourself in it oh, no. the in 17 the potch out flag so they, they, we, we haven't talked about this but there was um, uh, 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 someone who produced the potch out flag me yeah, it was. It definitely wasn't you. Uh, and uh, uh, there's um, to, to personally produced it. I don't know who they are directly, but I know that they're like, you know, they can handle themselves. They can handle themselves, right? And, and I, I, it was posted on Twitter, and, and someone tweeted afterwards said uh, something along the lines of. Any, any, anyone who wants to come pull this, pull this flag down or have, have a word, like, we're fucking ready for it. <laughs> because I reckon people might have been saying, like, oh, fuck this geezer, he's a prick, he's, he's embarrassing, but they're like, all right, <laughs> come, come try and take it off us. Because the problem is, is once someone has an idea about, like, maybe watch out, which is quite advanced, you know, before the... Uh, the general sentiment of Tottenham isn't about getting rid of, you know, getting potch. But they're like going early because they want him out, right? Yeah. But if they if they can have a little, if they're they're up for a scrap as well, that makes them in a very powerful position <laughs> because no one can take the flag that, off. And that reminded me of something. Um, when we played Arsenal at Wembley, mm. has, has it been twice we played Arsenal at Wembley? Yeah. It was twice. So both the kids I've seen these really hench black guys wearing Arsenal shirts, just like walking through our fans. They just say, what, if you want to fucking have it, I'll have it. <laughs> and they get like, away with it. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> just like, what the fuck are you going to do? Yeah. This is the thing, is that everyone likes to think that they can uh, handle themselves, but when the situation's put upon them, um, and even like, like Arsenal fans walking through a crowd, isn't it a situation where you should be getting into a, a, a rut? Yeah. But if they're double your size, you just think better of it, didn't you? Yeah, unless they've had, unless they've had a bit of gear and a bit of alcohol, then I didn't, maybe fancy chances. I didn't see him, so I didn't get there involved. You go, didn't go. I, I wasn't there. I didn't go. I didn't go at all. Um, what else have we got here? Uh, Max Allegri. Uh, is that right? Go on, buddy. Max Allegri. 
Max Allegri, this is former Juve, won the triple three times in a row. I think he won maybe four, five, I think four or five titles in a row. Titles in a row, plus domestic, domestic he, trophies, um, got into the Champions League final. Yeah, uh, plus it, he won uh, the league in Milan as well. He's, uh, he's in pole position to take over from Pochettino should he leave his job. He's the, the probably him and Mourinho are the highest quality managers currently unemployed. Would I, you take Mourinho? Hang on, what, you, what about Wenger? Are you want about people who can manage Spurs? Yeah, yeah. Arsene Wenger actually is one one more than all of them, right? Put together, not really joking. No, I don't think. No, so. no, it's not. I don't is so. there a world where Arsene Wenger manages Tottenham? No. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, you take him to? Just for a laugh. <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> Just to see what happens. It's like a double drop. He comes, <laughs> comes out with, like, holding up the, the Spurs shirt. <laughs> Arsenal fans like, what, you, what have you done? With an Oyster card. And, yeah, and he comes out and he comes out and goes, fuck you, Arsenal. You remember how much grief you give me? You put me through the fucking ringer. Now I'll come to Tottenham. And uh, he spent the whole last two years studying French football. He turns up with the fucking new Vieira, the new Omri, the new Anelka. Right. And all of a sudden, we just start smashing I've up. Arthur Rose grandson next to him. I've got a question. I've got a question, right? If Arsene Wenger took over from Pochettino now and we won the league next season... What? I wouldn't care. I'd take it. <laughs> Somebody tweeted us today. One of the questions was, "Would you accept Sol Campbell as our manager if he won us the league this year?" No, I, I wouldn't. That, but that, Sol Campbell's one thing. Arsenal Wenger's something else. Uh, and, and, and just like people listening, we're not we're not taking this seriously because we're in the enviable position of it never happening. We've had balloon gas. But no, uh, really. hypothetically, if it did and he won the league next season. <clears throat> You'd have to. You'd have to. Sing his name. If, I'm just saying you take it. You take it. Man in a trench coat blue blue army. And Same this is the thing. That, that's, the, that's the kind of foundation here, is that we've had this before. If yeah. Wenger, Wenger comes in in January, we win the FA Cup. <laughs> gets, gets all the fans on side. Or get him on side. Signs the new Anelka, new Henri, and we, we smash up the league. Then he gets shot in the head. And then, and, then, and then he retires, then he steps away saying, I'm done. What I can uh, and, do. and, and you look at the position that Pochettino's in at the moment and, and the criticism and the pressure that's on him. Uh, Arsenal Wenger did this for 20 years. Yeah. 20 years. And the only reason that Arsenal fans wanted him out is because they were kind of didn't know what else to say. And you've seen since Arsenal Wenger's left that Emery isn't any better. You know, their, their points are almost identical. <laughs> so, I'm saying what a good manager he is. And if you, if, <laughs> if, you, if, you, if, you, if you had to choose between Allegri, Mourinho, or Arsene Wenger, who do you take by? Um, Allegri, to be sensible. I was copy by I don't know anything about him. I, I, I <laughs> think maybe he was... He won the league at those times because who else wins the league in Italy? Um, a little bit is true, but he did come up against Sarri's amazing Napoli team and still came through. He's he. The thing about Allegri, he he has at least he has a semblance of a plan, which is my biggest thing that I have with Pochettino at the moment. Can he speak English? I think so. I think he's been taking English lessons. How he? Well, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, I think I think he can speak a bit of English enough. So, so, like, what, what are his qualities? What do you bring to Tottenham? Um, discipline. This, this is a good, good, good races. A little bit of racism. What? But, you know, cliches. You, uh, discipline. discipline. <laughs> this is a little bit of fascism. He knows how to handle. Won <laughs> <laughs> won a couple of World Cups. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I know a, a few players that be out the door first before Vatongan. Who's that? <laughs> he definitely wants Sissoko out. Wouldn't trust well, the, thing, the thing about Aurier Allegri, would be gone. 
Sanchez would be gone. Allegri's been good at handling... <laughs> Don Bele, no, don't care. For Sanchez. <laughs> Sanchez would be gone. He got a good tune out of Pogba. Which... Tanganga would never see a minute of football. <laughs> he, got, he got a tune out of um, Pogba. Pogba. He knows how to... He, he believes in his his style of play, and he, he would do he would do okay saying, for saying us. he got a tune out of Pogba is like saying he got a tune out of a perfectly uh, good violin. Well, Pogba's been pretty average for three because years because he's been managed by Elf. <laughs> and before that, he was wasn't great either. No, I suppose, but he, like, he was their best player last year. So mm-hmm. saying Allegri, we're not we probably won't get him. No, he, he would come to Arsenal. We're, we're significant enough for him to come, right? But that's what Potter, that's Potter's legacy is that he's put us in a position where we can get an True. Allegri. Could you imagine Allegri taking over Spurs before? Well, he Potter was linked left. when he was when he was fired. By it wasn't Milan. serious, though, was he, it? W- it? There was a serious link. <laughs> it was if, serious. If you, go, if you go on the Fighting Cock Forum, and search, <laughs> no, because you tweeted, you fucking posted it yourself. <laughs> if you go on the Fighting Cock Forum. And Search. There's, a, there's a, even a post where I say I don't want Allegri. He's a, he's a fraud. You? Yeah, I, I reply. You know what? If oh, he, if right. it, it's an, an anagram of Bardi. That's the username of the person who posted that rumor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just. I don't. It's, it's, it's probably not even worth talking about, really. Replacements, no. It's, it's, a, it's a difficult one to call. And the, the thing is about about all these potch inners, they keep saying, who's going to replace him? Let's call them what they are, Remainers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's a bit like Brexit. They don't know how to execute it. So. Um, Rogers. There's... Oh, Brendan Rogers. He's not going to leave he's Leicester, is he? It's just like, why would he? He's got a brilliant squad there. We've got garbage. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, it's like, it's Leicester, he's got like... For a roast dinner and then look at Spurs and it's like the juice at the bottom of the bin and nut roast <laughs> it's bin juice Spurs of Spurs are bin juice that's the name of the pod in it <laughs> bin juice um, I, I saw something I don't know where, where I saw this it might be a tweet we got sent in um, it was that the last time Pochettino actually it might be bankrupt Spurs actually on Twitter he said the last time um, po- Le- Levy was given a time to properly yes. recruit a manager we ended up with Jack Santini yeah at the time made a lot of sense it did make a lot of sense <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's been completely serious about tweaking it doesn't really make much sense yeah but does it not make sense well what, what? I mean it's 15 years ago I mean Spurs have a, there's a bit like you know you go into Selfridges but he's also you've got more of a choice of stuff to buy you, you're, in, you're in that pound shop yeah you're taking randoms aren't you yeah well the the, um, the other time he's properly calculated Decision to hire a manager probably is Ramos, isn't it? And Poch. And Poch, yeah. I mean, to be fair, a lot of the... Ramos, we, and, and don't forget, Poye is... What we also said a lot was, um... Levy's better decisions have been foisted upon him. But Pochettino wasn't one of them. So, yeah. we stumbled upon Redknapp and Yol, because they were... They both came mid-season, off the back of, um... And the performing manager, so... Well, Yo was assistant to some team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but yeah. they had the acumen to understand that this guy had quality. And, and you think, like, you think back at Yo's reign at Tottenham, as much as we loved him because he was a lovable character, compared to the elite managers around the world, he's a, a little bit of a joke. Yes. He did Dutch Harry Redknapp a little bit. Yeah. But you, lo- you loved him. You, you know, he's a lovely guy. And one day I'd, ho- I'd love to have a sit-down and chat with him, but... Yeah, do you, know, do you know? I went. I had a. Um, I was invited to do this thing with Talksport uh, last week after the seven-two game, not before as like a preview to the the Brighton game, and I met Jamie O'Hara. Yes. What a sound human being that gave really? you! Really, uh, you know, you have misconceptions about yeah. him. You know, Daniel Lloyd and yeah, yeah. Billy Ricky. Billy He's now the manager of Billy Uh And and the fact that the you know. 
you just got rinsed by Leon Knight onto him yeah. and all that stuff. And he, he was absolutely top draw. I, I would, I'd love to have a conversation with him for the pod. We will. Uh, all right, what we got? Uh, what you got okay. Yeah, question, what did you say? Oh, no, I thought you were going to throw his name in the hat as possible replacement. Well, he's doing a good job, Billerke. Two draws, one win. <laughs> and, and no budget. Win percentage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, question, so Don Signor on Twitter, he says, uh, you are, you're each staying at another pod member's house sitting and a fire starts. What treasured heirloom or keepsake do you rescue for your, for your mate? I'd rescue your dog. Yeah, thank you. It's an easy one. I'd rescue you, your missus. What you about my missus? I'd rather have my missus than my dog. Well, because you run out herself, right? <laughs> no, it's, it's too women easy. Are capable. It's too easy. Your, your dog is your brand, mate. You're getting loads of retweets on personal uh, dogs. Frank a dank a dank. That's what I call him. See? Uh, I love him. I've been I've been away you, from him for four days. This is the presumption that your missus and your kids save themselves, obviously. Of course. I'm I'm I, I've been away from my dog for <clears> four days and the missus and the kids, and I've got to be honest, it's Frank that I'm thinking about. <laughs> just give him a little scrub, little belly scrubs, <laughs> little, little belly ones. He's thinking about you as well. I know. He's he's really miss, he, he doesn't know where you are. I know. And I'm the one that takes him out for big long walks. Can, 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 the, uh, the, the, like, where, where I live, they're all terrified of him because he's a staff, and they obviously read the Daily Mail and that. There, that's like the only only paper that gets sold in devices <laughs> is the Daily Mail. It's easily the top. So they, they had, people, local people, had to vote conservative to keep UKIP out. That's how. Oh my God. That's, that's how like right right wing it is where I live, which I like. I feel comfortable there. I'm among my own people. But the, uh, the um, yeah, when, when I walk along, like the, the people, they're, they're like pull their dogs, they're, they're, they're miniature schnauzers and dachshunds, uh, dachshunds or whatever they're called, uh, out, out of the way. Whereas Frank just sort of charges along, but he's made friends with a a, a pug called. Gremlin. Oh, nice. And they run together in the woods. Nice, and nice. it's a lovely, lovely thing. What's Gremlin's owner like? He's alright. He's like, he's. Pro- I reckon UKIP. Yeah. Yeah, UKIP slash BMP. But mm. not like in the conventional way. You know, like in um, American History X, mm. where the Utes shave the reds? Yeah. But when you outgrow that and you, sh- you have a normal haircut, but you're still a proper racist. Yeah. That's him. Like, he, he would be like general of... of, of and he's not said anything. I've only like really had small talk about the dogs, but that's the vibe. <laughs> that's the vibe I get off him. Um, Just reeks of it. Yeah, Gremlin. I don't know what I'd say if I'm Bardi. I'm not going to say the missus because she saved herself. She that's saved that's the presumption. Fitbit. Maybe a coffee maker. Because <laughs> it's such a coffee snob. I'd say this coffee sorry, maker. Sorry, watch. What, what have you got? Polar. What does that mean? It's the brand. Is it a good brand? I, that's good. It is. How much was it? How much was that watch? 250. I save my save my wedding book too if you're ever there. What's the wedding book? My wedding album. Oh, the picture album. Yeah, the photo album. Save that. You ever got a digital or anything? Yeah, but my wife loves the paper one. Do you, by the way, do you you'll ever do anything in your life will mean that you can never look at that book again. <laughs> I may have done stuff, <laughs> which means I can't look at it properly. But what the question? The question is: Do you think I will ever have done something to make my wife not look at it like that? <laughs> That's the question. You just think of a remember Summer Heights. <coughs> Summer Heights High. Yeah, when a bloke puts his cock out in all the pictures. <laughs> you find out someone in the corner of all the wedding pictures are done. <laughs> Can you imagine? I've uh, stumbled upon a whole genre of um, of porn where there's a guy with his cock out on the train just... Um, I, I kind of got into um, 
changing room sex. Like, what do you never, mean? Where, changing where, rooms is in the, the, like, the old ITV program. Like someone goes to H and M. Changing room in the, in the shop. Someone goes to H and M with their missus. Right, and then they have sex. Films it. Yeah. And for some reason, Th- that's that's tapped into a kink of yours. No, no, no. The metadata, whatever it was, started suggesting if you like this, maybe you might like this as well. <laughs> And I was like, what's this? The algorithm. That's the, I know, algorithm. the algorithm, the meta or whatever. <laughs> it was a guy, and he's got a whole series of them. <laughs> he sits on a train, and he will reveal his dick. And um, <laughs> he gets a shot of his dick in the photo, and a woman, just a random woman. <laughs> Shocked. Who, no, she's, no, the whole point is she doesn't see it. She's looking at her phone. Well, and you managed to climax this? No, 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 <laughs> I, just, I, I just watch it out of interest. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like uh, Pete Townsend. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, he, he, he researched uh, Research. Peterpedia. <laughs> but who knew this was a thing? Where's the book? Where is the book, Pete? Where is, who knew it was a thing? Do you know about us? this? Tape? I do, yeah. Pete, Pete Townsend and, and this book he wrote. Yeah, well, he didn't, didn't he? But that's the point. <laughs> that's right? Where is it? God knows. <laughs> you, you, you do the research, you've got to write the book. That's the rule. The thing is, he's done the book, and Roger Daughtry's like a massive gooner, so. You know, They're both probably so. And then the two that, that, that have survived, the other two are dead, so. Yeah, so what do you th- what you mean like being a nonce gives you like elixir? Keeps you alive longer. Oh my That's God. why there's so many nonces out there that give you life. People who blog it out, taking the souls of these children <laughs> and putting it into your own body. They're not sexually attracted to them. They're just figured out the everlasting life. It's the nonce kids. <laughs> Jimmy Savile did get old. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he was actually 200 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Glitter's still alive, no? Yeah, he's still, he's still alive. Fucking he's hell. He's up there doing bits, mate. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, Duncan underscore 19 on Twitter. He says, Glenn Johnson, former Stoke City defender, has come out in the papers and said that Harry Kane should seek a move to Manchester City. What's the <clears> most unwarranted advice you've ever given to someone? Being really serious for a second, I feel like I may, over the the last eight years of this podcast, talked about drugs in a way that may have influenced people that might have otherwise not have taken drugs to take them, and I'm regretful of it. <laughs> wow. That's quite a quite How do you even top that? I don't, no, the topic of anything else, please. Um... I'm trying to think. Mrs. Mrs. disagrees with everything I say, so every single day. Pretty <laughs> 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 every single day, I give her unwarranted advice. Yeah. Um, fuck, I'm trying to think now. You, what, what, um, what, what situations have you been in, Bobby? Well, no, because T's struggling. So, what, what, what situations that uh, have you been in where you've learnt something? Not necessarily pun it off, but learnt something put. I probably shouldn't do that again. <laughs> Stop trying to team me up, man. <laughs> team me up to bury myself. No, I've, I've been in plenty of situations. And you learn, it makes you a better person. You're going stronger from your mistakes. Barley, you know one story you've never told, and you've told some great stories in the pod, is like, how did you lose your virginity? Oh, that's really, this is really, this wasn't in, wasn't interesting at all. But I do, I do remember her. Um, <laughs> so we'd done it, and it was, it, it happened. It was fucking misery. Like you know, it wasn't great at all. It was a lot of kind of fudging and trying to push it in. But I remember she was awake. Yes, of course she was. Fuck's sake! But I remember her leaving my house and walking down the drive, and I was thinking. I'm a man now. I had sex with that. <laughs> that was yeah. I was Spurs could do that after this bad run's over. Yeah, I'm a man. I'm a man now. I've had that. Let's take our virginity out on some fucking Liverpool 
players. We're going to beat Liverpool. Yeah, we are. All right, that's it. Fine, got podcast. You know what? Uh, it's something I was regretting, uh, you know, doing this. Uh, not regretting, sorry. Um, uh, uh, wasn't looking forward to. I've actually enjoyed this. It's been it's been fun. <laughs> I said to you, it felt like a funeral when I arrived. Yeah, you did, didn't you? Yeah. You said you feel like a, you're walking towards a funeral, giving mm. a speech, but and then, and it turns out everyone's cracking up at the funeral. Good alcohol happened. Good old wake. Yeah, it's good old wake. And uh, ultimately, look, it's about Spurs. You know, whatever happens on the pitch, you know, Tottenham's what bring us the bring team. Us together. The team will endure. And we go through phases, but the team remains. And if you're Spurs, you're, you're Spurs no matter what. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know, do you know wh- why that rings true massively? Is I managed to deal and process the 7 2 res- result against Bayern Munich because Ricky was sitting next to me. And this is, I don't feel that bad about Tottenham anymore. I feel like, regardless of what happens, we'll always have this. We'll mm. have each other. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's the fight in. It's the fight in. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. This summer, when you're on the go, stay connected to what matters most with access to over 3 million Cox Wi-Fi hotspots. Learn more at cox.com. Ask Ashley the Podcast is sponsored by Cox. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.